Welcome to this week's episode of Shop Talk. Shop Talk? Shop Talk. I can't talk. And it's an episode about talking, or it's a podcast about talking. Should we start over? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I know. Welcome to this week's episode of Shop Talk. We are once again privileged to have Vinny joining us. He did not invite himself this time, however. He was invited. Because today, we're going to talk about camping, clamping, and overlanding. And truly, what does it all mean? But first, a little catching up. Jonathan, how was your week? You once again joined us on a Thursday night ride. A little more fun this time? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that one right there then. <laughs> uh, wow. No, I know. I, I d- my, but, but, my- but assure our listeners it wasn't the company because I think Vinny and I are fun to ride with. Sure. Hey, <laughs> listeners, it wasn't the company. You know what? Man, my my heart's just not in it. My heart's not in it. it um, if I were to blame something, I don't like that trail. Um, but I think that's just a cheap cop-out of a thing. Right. My heart's just not in it. Um, but I went riding on Saturday down to Oceanside. Yeah. Had fun. And I enjoyed it. That's a fun trail. Yeah. It's mellow. Yeah, it's I, nice. went ro- I went, you know, I was road riding. Yeah, yeah. You know, so maybe it's not time for mountain biking yet. Because it's just, you know. Yeah, and you know, like we talked before, if you force it and the fun's not there, then you're truly not going to join. You won't ever get back on it. Yeah, so. I mean, three miles in, right? It was mm-hmm. a 10-mile ride. Three miles in, I was like, Done. can I go back? And I, then you I wanna, succumb to the peer pressure. And I want to eat and I want to yeah. hang, you know, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and it's no fun for you guys for me to be that way and not and be enjoying myself. So, well, you, you, you know. You did try to quit after the biggest hill. So. <laughs> oh, no. I only got up to the hill just so that I could tell you guys I was going to quit. <laughs> I, already, I had already quit in my mind before. The hill. My my whole mind or mindset is that hill just sucks. There's no fun on that cul-de-sac. It's not fun. Yeah. However, if and, you notice though, after you know we we continued, yeah, um, and then I just went screw it, and I just I kicked it into gear. Yeah, you took off, and I took off. Yeah, you had a little bit of a you know so a little bit of gumption going on. But again, it's so it's not ability. Yeah. It's, Pure it's desire, pure yeah. desire, and want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so no, I get I it. I almost had to be angry at myself, and just and then that's when I just just took off. I thought you were angry at us because you just left us. You know, and then I always feel bad, like on a Thursday or leading up to Thursday, if I don't ask you because you know it's kind of the thing that I do. Yeah. Are you writing? I'm waiting for the Jonathan response, and so. sometimes it's yes, and sometimes it's like, well, it's not Thursday yet, so I don't know. So. Maybe I just won't ask you not put any pressure on you anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, thank you. I appreciate, you know, the the, the invites and stuff. But no, I, I, you know what? I don't think I'm ready yet. Um, but yeah, I, I am I am liking the road riding. So it's not like... Oh, that's good. I'm At least there's whatever. still some fun yeah. to be had. Yeah. Yeah. And your 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 gram's gram post all looked like you were having fun and enjoying it. It's the whole family, right? I was with the whole family. Yeah, yes. awesome. Yeah. E-bike was was utilized. That was awesome. Sweet. Yeah. See, and that allows like the whole family to oh ride. Oh my gosh! Right? It yeah, was. It's, com- yeah. It's life changing. Yeah. Yeah. Our family changing. It was real. One of the two. Yeah. I I advocate e-bikes on family bike rides. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And Vinny. Yeah. AKA legs. <laughs> Thanks. Legs. What do you, Thanks, what, Tanya. What do you got legs going on? So, I got my legs back, kinda. On some of our climbs oh. as of late. Well, I don't know if you noticed. Well, you know, because you and I were way in the backpack. You were quitting, and I was just trying not to die. Benny's like blowing up the cul-de-sac, just like like he's being chased. So it's the last few rides have been like that. Like I'm back in a rhythm. Okay. Yeah. So even today, like we went and rode Greer, mm-hmm. and I kind of took off. Um, but I noticed something, and I and you always tell me that you feel good climbing up Three Sisters. Uh huh. That sounds worse than it really is. Yeah. It's, it's climbing up. It's the just tree. a trail. It's just, just, it's a, just trail. a trail. So you're in a gear that there is no way I can match. Because I'm, I'm climbing like my up. my clothing? Huh? My, my clothing? Yeah, my no, outfit? we match in clothing. <laughs> but you were like down in, in like 12, 11. You were like in 10th. 
or the third one up, whatever yeah. the gear, and just cranking. And you've said in the past that's like you feel good on the first part of the climb, but then you're like don't have any legs for the for the second part. And I looked at how you climb. I was like, there's no way I can match him. I'm like turning 90 RPMs on a very low gear, and you're cranking like 16 RPMs and pulling away. But then are you tired for the rest of the climb? No, because I still had legs after that. Yeah, you have legs. I, I, I got them back. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because I, I even pushed for the the last climb. The, yeah. The last climb of the day, because we, we were getting ready and back to, to go. The... And, and I know like on... Like on the second time we climbed up via Oak, I just was like taking it easy because I really didn't want to like get too tired and then hit the jump line and yeah. and then wreck myself. So I really took that climb easy. But I'm feeling pretty, I feel my legs might be coming back. So right. I'm actually going to try to match you or push you okay. on a rock house climb because okay. that's where I, that's where I died the other day or I don't really want to be too tired heading to jumping mouse. Yeah. So I take it easy on the rock house climb and you've just blistered it the last two times i'm trying yeah I hey but also yeah. you've had uh since you were here last some big news i think you're in a new yeah you're in a new home a new, new house yeah uh, we moved a homeowner yeah exactly yours yeah, all ours and the banks maybe and, i don't and I mostly don't. the bank yeah a little bit of ours yeah okay. yeah so how was that moving, was it fun no moving i'm not good no a little bit of both no, or what moving sucks Really, just yeah. plain and simple. I stuff. offered to help, and I'm you glad did. you declined. I, I I hired movers. I I did not want to put any of my friends through that. No, no, I'm I'm I appreciate that. Everybody was asking. it stressful, or just physically, not, just mentally? Eh. It the 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 packing is stressful. The unpacking is stressful. Trying to get everybody into the house. Watching movers move your stuff though, that's fun. See, I just was like, go, you guys go. And the thing that. Like when people talk about moving, and because I haven't moved uh -huh. in 15 years, like since I moved here, but the Marine Corps moved me here. Yeah. And, and previous to that, I moved like eight times. But in the Marine Corps, when we had orders and we were told, you know, move or changing locations, people showed up at your house on Wednesday, packed everything in boxes, showed up on Thursday, put everything in a truck. Then a week later, they show up in a new state with all your stuff, unload it. Then all you have to do is unpack it. I have never packed a thing in my life. Wow. I've never loaded anything in a truck. And for people to tell me how expensive it is and how everybody just moves themselves, it's 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 something I can't comprehend because yeah, I've never had to do it. It's and, pricey. I mean, it it, it was uh, it ended up costing less than we thought it was going to because the movers got us done in about four to five hours. Yeah. And they quoted us eight. So that was good. But I still have a 10 by 20 storage that's stuff full. Yeah. yeah. So I'm still picking through that. Well, Anytime have, you guys want to come pick through that, that's fine. I, I have a storage unit with just Christmas stuff in it. So, you know, there is that. Mine might sit till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, we invited you back, and it's something we've planned to do for a while because we've, we've hit it on a hit or miss and, and have skirted around it with backpacking in our in our Schwarway to Joshua Tree, mm -hmm. but I wanted to get a little more in in depth in uh, in camping, and then glamping, and then overlanding. And mm -hmm. truly, what does it all mean? Is there is there is there a difference between camping and glamping? If there is, what is the difference? What is it is? Because I know you family camp, you family camp, and I'm pointing and nobody can see. So <laughs> I know Jonathan camps. And Vinny boat and camp is, and I camp as well. And do you consider what you do glamping, or do you consider it camping? Do you, I don't know. And then where does RVing come in? And now there's a whole new sub sub genre of this van life or van vanning. I guess I don't know if there's a word for it. But I typed in van life on Instagram today, and there's there's 600 accounts of like camping and living in a van. Yeah, it's crazy. down by the river. <laughs> Nobody Saturday. I got it. Okay, good. So, Jonathan, you camp, right? Yeah. What type of, you load up tent camping and, and... I don't understand the words, really. So, I mean, you, 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 you have to drive somewhere. So uh -huh. you drive somewhere. Right. You go camping. So that could be car camping. Sure. Um, what's glamping? Well, that, that's what I... Um, well, I don't know. I think we talked about it before. Glamping might be the new word for just like ultra high-end RVing. Yeah. 
where you're driving the big the big pushers that it, the five hundred thousand uh, dollar campers on on diesel chassis that look like a bus mm-hmm. would that that's clamping or is that i don't know i gotta google this is, is definitely is that, clamping. yeah rving but is rving and clamping now kind of intertwined they are yeah definitely i mean so my definition of glamping is when you're basically bringing your house with you that's that's glamping you're not really camping at that point so if you have surround sound blu-ray uh slide out <laughs> your rv slides out but we we saw that when we stayed at the blm land yeah right people drive their rvs there mm-hmm. park sit on a porch or s- do a slide out and watch tv out at the base of joshua tree mm-hmm. and then i i asked myself what's what's the purpose yeah why what the uh, What's the draw to come here and do that when you could probably sit at home and watch TV? Exactly. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage anybody that does no, that because no. people get out and do things and, and have fun and everyone does their own hobbies or activities. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I don't know. So, so Wikipedia look at describes you. It, it as a style of camping with amenities and, and in some cases resort style services not usually associated with traditional camping. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but seeking the luxuries of hotel accommodation alongside the adventure mm-hmm. of recreation camping. So my wife and I looked at glamping as when we had, we had our own um, 30-foot RV, 30-foot pull-behind trailer, had slide-outs on it, you know, where both sides pop out, so you've got even more living space. We had surround sound, we had Blu-ray, we had TVs in the, (laughs) a big TV in the living area, a TV in the bedroom, and then a TV in the kids area. That's three TVs in a little 30-foot trailer. Right. Um, It was basically, I was towing my house. Um, And the kids spent more time inside watching movies than they spent outside looking at stars. Okay, so RVing is glamping. It is glamping. That's, that's, okay. So, but, but. So then I asked this, and I don't mean to stop your train of thought because of the definition you read with like amenities. So what if you're car camping in a tent at a at a beach resort at a beach campground that has a convenience store, that has a spa, that has a pool, that has showers mm-hmm. and, and things like that? Is what is that considered? Is that glamping in a tent? Or is that just camping? Because I think the definition you read is camping with amenities, right? Yeah. So if we go to Carlsbad or if we go to Dana Point and camp on the beach and we're overlooking, but there's a store there we can buy. I mean, per that description, sure. However, I think to anyone who is really just going to associate glamping, it's going to be the fact that I have electronics, you know, uh, as, as a resource. I can literally watch TV and act like I, and say that I'm camping. You know, and I can have a flush toilet mm-hmm. and say that I'm camping. Yeah. So, you know, you're just churching it up and, you know, any which way. But, you know, as soon as I hear tent, like, oh, you're not really glamping. But no, I mean, you got a spa, a hot tub and rooms or I don't know, who knows what. <laughs> but you're in a tent. You're still glamping. You're still glamping. Yeah. It's just a different form. Yeah. And there are, there are, are there is a way to do RV camping where you're not glamping. So, like you said, the van life, the Sprinter vans, most of those are not. Uh, yeah, but that, that's hard to say when a Sprinter van that's all equipped is still a $80,000 vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And they and a lot of these Sprinter vans or these uh, uh, Mercedes Benz, they they get the roof where they put a, a thing on the roof. Now it's a porch on the roof. Mm-hmm. So you can sit up on the sit up on there and watch your sunset, but you're still in an eighty thousand dollar four wheel drive vehicle with off road lights, and you're driving someplace, but it's got a generator or it's got this or that. So is that what is that? Is that RVing? Is that or is van life a whole subgenre and it doesn't really matter because you're in a van? See, I think I think it depends on where you are too. So that's a whole different thing. Um, like if you're out in the middle of the Sierras, fifteen miles deep you know, without any chance of hooking up to anything, you're not getting TV at that point. Right. Uh, you might be able to watch a movie maybe, but I, I don't consider that glamping. You're pretty much roughing it. You're, you're out. In okay. The okay. Nowhere. Hold up. So let's now bring up overlanding. Okay. 
because <laughs> well, well, that's way early in the conversation. Well, look at, we well because okay, so because okay, yeah. he just went. Oh, well, let's go fifteen miles. Fifteen into, miles deep. Yeah, okay, yeah. So overlanding uh-huh. is well, not glamping. In definitely my opinion, not glamping. No, it's okay. But go ahead. In a sprinter van, four wheel drive, off road lights, fifteen miles deep. Is that overlanding? Okay. So the true definition of overlanding would okay, be... Okay, that, that's, I guess, what we need to discuss yeah. first. Okay. The true definition, at least the way I see it, in a way of a lot of, a lot of other people see it, there, it's a big controversy. It's crazy. When you look at the people that follow overlanding, when you see the people that make fun of overlanding, the overland memes, um, it's, it's kind of a mess, honestly. Um, to me, the true definition of overlanding is the guys that have to do it. So the guys in the bush, right? They're, they're driving their old FJs, their old Land Rovers, their old, you know, whatever they've got out in, let's say, Australia. And they're... And they're on a true expedition traveling from the whole continent of South America. They're using their vehicle as not only a mean of transportation, a, mean of tra- a way to get from point A to point B, but also as their house. You know, they're sleeping out there. They're sleeping on their car because they're going to get eaten or bit by something if they don't right. uh, sleep on top of the car. Um, they have to be self-sufficient. They have to be able to survive days out there. Um you know, that's that's a true definition of overlanding. So, like the uh, the, the the Camel Trophy GT trucks, it's, is that like overlanding, that's overlanding. or is that is that a? It's, diff- a, it's a race, but it's 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 overlanding. That's but, a, but they use the skills necessary. I mean, they they you have to have, be skillful because I know in that they give you obstacles and things you have to overcome as a team. Exactly, and using trees and and making making lifts with with logs and stuff right. like that right so but it's all but that type of adventure i guess is is overlanding yeah so now that you bring in the, the u.s version of it which is become not so much by means the real definition of overlanding but now we're building cars and kind of you're taking the interest in the, in the the things that they do to those cars, those vehicles over there, and you're applying it to the vehicles over here. Right. Not so much because it's a necessity, but because it it's cool. It's 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 a hobby now. Like people are building these cars, just like guys build desert race trucks. They're not going to race those trucks. A lot of people, you know, the kids that you see in high school with these really nice pre-runnered trucks. Yeah. They're not building those to race. They're they're going to go have fun with them. They're going to go play, but. It's it's not a a real desert truck. It's not a race truck. They're right. not racing Baja. It's the same with overlanding. Um, we're building these vehicles. I mean, I'm guilty as as well. Um, I'm building a Land Rover to do everything I would ever want to do with it if I could go on expedition. But really, I'm going you know like we said, 15 miles deep in the Sierras with my kids pulling right. a off road pop up trailer, um, so I can get home. <laughs> get out there and get back in one piece. Yeah. Um, have something reliable. I said Land Rover and reliable in the same sentence. That's crazy. But um, but uh, if you're taking the trailer with you, you're glamping. It is <laughs> not because I have no TV, no bathroom. I only There's, thing I have what's is... What's the trailer for then? Sleeping. That's it. It's sleeping off the ground. It's wow. an off-road tent you trailer. literally are going to tow this trailer... Halfway across the country, just so that you can sleep in it. I have three. We'll take that back with my wife. I have four girls to worry about. Yeah, four females that you're taking. Yes, at. I am taking that thing everywhere. <laughs> I'm good. I've pulled it up to Canada. I've pulled it, you know, Montana. Yeah, but I've seen your setup. It's 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 pretty nice. You're not really wanting for a lot of like. You have creature comforts. You have I do. its yeah. comforts, and yeah. you have fun. We have, we have a uh, it's solar powered. You know, yeah. I can survive out there for days. Um, it's not like I said. There isn't a TV in it. We have a radio. But <laughs> There's not a TV in it, but there is Netflix. I yeah. No, what, I mean, what what on your phones? You mean exactly? No, oh. I well, but I can't get anything where we go. <laughs> so, I I can't even get cell reception most of the time. I do have a I do have a Wi-Fi booster. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is going well, really. right? Yeah, there's a lot of holes I, to I, the. I do have a Wi-Fi booster, the, the but idea. I didn't I didn't buy it to call myself an overlander. I bought it because we travel a lot. The style of camping that you want to do. I want to be able to be self-sufficient wherever we go, but I wanted to take the TV out of it. I want, the girls now actually sit outside and look at stars. It's the coolest thing in the world, right? 
um, they'll play in the dirt. I have more pictures of my little ones covered in dirt now than I ever did with any of the other trailers we had. So yeah. Okay, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like, I favor the, the concept of over uh, whatever you're doing. Uh-huh. Whatever it's uh, called. <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh-huh. By taking the trailer and whatever. Like, you know, a, 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 a dream for me would be to have a, not a off-road trailer, but uh-huh. a, uh, uh, hello, Airstream. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those right? are awesome. I mean, even if it's a teardrop, but an Airstream. Mm-hmm. Right. I do, I do that because I know my wife would love it, mm-hmm. right? And that's glamping. I'll call it that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, man, I mean, well, I, I'm not – I'm by no means financially capable of doing that. So I get to complain right now that economically it doesn't sound right because you, you got to find the site to be able to handle this 15-foot – plus 30 foot trailer idea then you got to tow it and then you lose half your gas mileage well yes and no it depends on what you're pulling ours is only a couple thousand pounds and it's it's low and with the v8 i I don't even know it's there so Hmm. it's it i'm i'm not i mean even going to canada i was still averaging 15 uh, 17 miles a gallon my car only does tops 20 so it's not that bad. It's, it's yeah, like when the bigger cars are pulling something and they're designed in life to pull something, yeah. you don't really get that much of a draw. You, you figured the... the Land Rover weighs 7,000 pounds. So for it to think that there's only 2,000 pounds that I'm actually just pulling, it's not on top of the car. It's, it's not that. And that's what we did before. So we had, we did the rooftop tents. We did all of that where our car was our base camp. But with the kids, you know, when you want to go explore somewhere, I'd rather have a trailer as a base camp. If that makes sense. So, so now, so your setup allows you to disconnect. Yeah. Oh, totally. And if you wanted to like explore another five miles deep in, yeah. you could get in a car and go. Yeah. Like say Kennedy Meadows. Kennedy Meadows is a perfect example. We where we camp out there. We're camping out in the middle of nowhere, but there's another spot that we like to go to. But there's no way I'm hauling my trailer out there because for one, it's it's too technical. Um, right. So we take the kids. You know, we drop the base camp and set that all up and. Once you know morning rolls around, we load the fishing poles and everything, and then drive way back in the meadow and and we have fun and have picnics and stuff like that. But and it it lets me get out and play with the car and not have to break down camp every time. So it's it's just an easier way for us to do it. There's there there are lots of ways to do it. And if you look at um like some of the other overland vehicles that are out there, a lot of guys are using like old military trailers and putting tents on top of those, like rooftop tents. Uh-huh. They're using them as base camps because. If you want to go explore an off-road. You're... So a lot of these overlander guys, uh, they're more like, I, I don't know, Jeep clubs or rock crawling clubs. So they all go someplace and camp. Now the gives, they can set up their camp and now they can take their vehicles and, and go yeah. climbing over boulders or whatever it is they're yeah. doing, right? So there's a, there is that big, uh, <laughs> there's, there's the big competition or, or fight against the, the off-road guys, the, the four-wheel rock crawler guys. Uh-huh. They seem to hate the overlanders. I can't figure it out. I don't know why. I don't know why there's that animosity, but there is. And I think it's, you know, the, I, I don't know for whatever To what is. level is this hate? Is this, uh, is there violence and retribution? No, hate, no, or? not that bad. It, it's a lot of just name calling and pushing and bullying Got it. sort of thing. Social media Social bullying? media, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. bullying? Yeah. And, and to me, it's, a lot of it's funny. Because like I said, I'm not calling myself, I, I will, I, I'm part of Overland Bound, I, which it, it raises a lot of questions when people hear that. They're like, oh, really? You're Overland Bound? That's, you're just paying some guy to sit on his couch and blah, blah, blah. And you, you get this little name tag thing and number. It, it's more than that. It's a whole social network thing that I would have never known about had I not signed up for this. Um, right. From classifieds to everything else, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I, you look at all the social media stuff and it's, but so you're overland bound or like you 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 say it's a reach is, is it I mean I follow it uh-huh. on Instagram but is it a, is it a media outlet or social media outlet that that you can ask questions and get tips and advice and totally. and so yeah. and everyone in is pretty friendly everyone, for the most part Yeah everyone is really I haven't ran anybody that's that's not nice enough to point you in a direction if you needed a trail or uh, offer advice if you needed a setup for a vehicle. Like when we were setting up our Tacoma, 
there are so many Tacomas on there that you could just easily reach out and say like, Hey, does any, has anybody done this? You know, is, is this an option? Um, advice classifieds, you know, the guy's made a lot of money off it. I get that, you know, and, and he's a true, he's, he's a true American overlander. He's, he, he basically car camps and it's fancy car camping, just like I do. Yeah. Um, he's not in the bush, you know? Um, but you're not going to get followers with the hashtag fancy car camping. Is <laughs> no, that... <laughs> and I, I'm not even saying that. It, it's again, it's the whole car style thing now. It's it's just like you know, some guys build hot rods, some guys build rock crawlers, some guys now are building overland vehicles. And, yeah, and it's you know everything from the Toyota Tacoma out there with a ten on top to <laughs> you name it. It's it's. The it, old the old school FJs, right? Yeah, like you yeah. used to see in Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom and a ton of forerunners. There yeah. are forerunners that are all over the mall. <laughs> and you see tents on top. But Yeah, you know, it's like the soccer moms driving yeah. the uh the Overlander vehicle yeah. now. So. But people are getting out there and they're having fun and I don't see anything wrong with it. Well, and it's like we talked about when we were last here, you know, whatever whatever I can't say whatever, but you know, if it gets you outside, it gets you outside. Exactly. The reason the tools in which you use to get outside, that's your personal preference. And yeah. if you can afford to do it, then do it, I guess. Um, you know, I, my dream vehicle, and I, and I owned for like 14 years, it was a 76 Volkswagen camper bus, mm-hmm. you know. And I took that thing to Joshua Tree four or five times a year. And then we did three or four beach pilgrimages, you know, camped at the beach on it, you know. So it's like, but again, it's not room for all the kids. So we would. I would drive the bus and we'd take another car, you know, just so that just to take everything that we had. So we're at the beach, there's, there's the, the, the bus mm-hmm. all popped up and that's where, you know, food was stored and things were stored. But like the kids still slept in tents, yeah. you know, we slept, set the tents up out on the beach by the, you know, by the breakwater, or, you know, right where the surf would almost come up, you know. So the kids got to sleep in the tent. We're all, ki- you know, and it's like labeling everything that you do. I guess, I guess it's the social media Credo. I'm scrolling through Instagram right now, hashtag Overland, and all it's doing is making me depressed that I can't <laughs> afford to do any it is, of what these guys. Are yeah, but you know what? You of. have the base vehicle you for do. for overlanding. Yeah, and a tent, and yeah, so you're good. good. Lord, yeah. So you could be an overlander. Is it doesn't but matter these, that you like, camp on the ground. You're not going to be eaten by a lion. These yeah. cars are all decked out. Exactly. Man. That's what I'm saying. It has become. It, it, to me, it's really cool because all the things that, like you said, Camel Trophy, you brought up Camel Trophy. That's what made me want a Land Rover. Right. Since I was a little kid, I've wanted a Land Rover. Yeah, because so, just, you know, the, you see those wa- racing across the Sierra. Yeah. When I got the dad wagon, I, that's, that was my dream for it, is to build it into what it is or starting to become. Like, I still have a lot more to do, but it, I'm 45 now. Like, it, it took me this long to get that far. Um and I, I mean, I don't know how some of these guys are starting with fifty, sixty thousand dollar Toyota, you know, brand new Forerunners, and then tearing the bumpers and tearing all this off of it right away. I didn't start with that. I started with an 06, 07 LR3 yeah. <laughs> that had a hundred thousand miles on it. That's when we did it. We did it that route. I mean, you know, it's it's not a hundred thousand dollar car. It's yeah. not going to be ever. If 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 I ever get to that point, I'm please just kick me in the head. I feel so silly talking about this. It's just, man, like, so out of my league. I mean, I'm think I just barely bought a fifty dollar cargo hitch a whole rack. Yeah. To put my cooler on the back. Yeah. Well, gosh, it, and I mean, I'm all excited. Yeah, that that rack that I just put on the top of my car. Luckily, I bought that used. I mean, it was it's like brand new but those things go that that thing was like 1600 bucks just for the rack it's insane with yeah. the the ladder adds another 300 for some reason i don't it's just a little tiny ladder <laughs> for the little tiny people I, I don't know but you know it's it's useful so you load your family up in the family truckster uh-huh. you have a tent you have a cooler you have beach chairs you have umbrellas you go to the beach you camp there's a shower available, mm-hmm. you know. And, the and state a, campsite? You, yeah. yeah. So so what is that? That's just beach camping. It's, it's, called, it's, it's called taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, but is that, I mean. But, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Beach right? camping. So yeah. that's that's like, that's what I, that's what my kids grew up doing. Uh-huh. 
We load up the cars. We go to the beach every 4th of July and every other time that we could get a side I would the classify beach. that as the car camp. Yeah. So my kids grew up hauling the 30-foot trailer to the same spot you went to, and they wouldn't get out of the car because they had PlayStation. Yeah. That's glamping. <laughs> same spot, <laughs> yeah. no, two I, different setups. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the, the Volkswagen bus is full of surfboards, snorkeling <laughs> gear, fins, boogie boards, body boards, umbrellas. Now, in the next few weeks, I intend on riding my bicycle with all my camping gear down to San Alijo State Beach. Mm-hmm. And for $6, I can camp at a hiker campsite. Biker hiker or something. Bike, yeah, hiker, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Bike. yeah. That's pretty cool. And then I'm going to ride back home. And halfway through, I'll call my wife to pick me up. Right. Because <laughs> there's a hill and you don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm mad at the hill. So is that just camping then? Well, and, so that's bike the camping, bike packing, bike right? packing, yeah, bike touring. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so then I'm just asking you because, I mean, it seems like every event, we've labeled i.e i described the weekend that we would that we had and Mm y'all all all called it beach camping now same thing but i go to joshua tree what's it called then car camping yeah it's not just camping i mean it's camping okay but then so we put car in front of it then makes it car camping because a we got to the spot via a car okay Mm -hmm. then then what is just camping what what's what's camping is that is that an actual thing, or does it have to be subclassified as beach camping, desert camping, car camping, well, I, I, mountain yeah, camping? I think camping is just the kind of the activity. Exactly. Well, yeah, bicycling, right? Yeah, I'm biking. But are you mountain biking? Yeah. Are you BMX? Road biking, BMX. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think it's just the. I don't know the the where that umbrella is. You you you've got all these little subcategories under there, and you know. So then, and you need to say that. Well, I, I guess you come. It's so sad that we have to have this conversation, right? <laughs> but you need to say that because just in the same way that, like, oh yeah, you know, um, I go I go biking every Thursday night. Oh sweet, I have a beach cruiser. I would love to join you. Yeah. Whoa, hold on. We're mountain biking. Right. Oh, so, you know. Yeah. So camping's just the activity. Then it has to be subclassified into a beach or, or whatever it is that you you deem that you're doing. Yeah. But do you feel that do do you feel it's important to say car camping? You say, hey, we're going beach. We're going camping at the beach this weekend. Do you feel that 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 it needs to be further subcategorized as like we're going car camping at the beach this well, weekend? I, I think. Or can it, you just say hey, we're going beach camping and everyone assumes that? You're probably either going in a car or an RV. So my example is that I've got somebody that goes camping with us a lot. They don't have the same type of setup as we do. Okay. So I have to be descriptive in describing where we're going and what we're doing. So if it is just camping, I can say we're just going camping. That's fine. Because then... Okay. But then for you, uh and I don't mean to put you on the spot, what what to you, and I'm going to use the quotey fingers and use your words, what is just camping? What what does that mean? So then? if we're going to a campground, if we're going somewhere accessible by a regular vehicle, car, um, beach Sedan. camping, Sedan. yeah. So Sedan. we drive up to Outer Wild and we stay at the Outer Wild State Park. Totally right? camping. That's just that, camping. I, I can say, but but you went there in a car. Is it still is this is this still considered car well, camping again, or again? If if I'm just if I'm gonna have certain people go with me, I can say, hey, you want to go camping? It won't matter what setup they bring. Right. However, same area i say we're going to climb black mountain oh that's fine and i'm pulling and i'm pulling my trailer yeah i the people that go with me also have a trailer they're not going to make it so i have to be very descriptive in how i describe that camping we're going we're going off-road camping we're going to go you know i i can tell them overlanding because they'll know what we're talking about at that point you know they they know enough to know oh overlanding okay we can't do that yeah um so that's just a word you use to describe to your friends, to whether they think they can do it or, or not do it. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So I guess then if we if we look at it, it's the same way as like 
mountaineering and backpacking. It's like we're going backpacking this weekend and everyone assumes that everyone can do it. But then if I say, Jonathan, do you want to go mountaineering this weekend? Mm -hmm. All the same activities involved. We're carrying stuff on our back and we're climbing altitude. It's just a little more technical or a little more remote, maybe. Yeah. So I guess... You guys use it with climbing too, right? Like climbing terms, isn't there? There's climbing. Yeah. And then there's, uh, what's the other version of it? Well, like, like, like mountaineering and aid climbing and all, you know, you know. Hardcore parkour. What's, yeah. up, what's up with spelunking? Yes, spelunking. That's like, that's. Cave that's, diving. That's climbing, but down into a cave. We Same can, gear though. Yeah. Huh? Same gear. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of cave exploration is like repelling down and then not getting lost and then be able to, to jumar or climb out mm-hmm. using using ascenders or whatever i have never been a uh, nope uh-uh you don't I, want to crawl down in a hole no 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 nope doesn't sound fun it no. really doesn't i mean it's it looks cool i mean it's fun okay different term like I've, I've visited Mammoth, I've visited Carlsbad Caverns, I've visited other caverns, you know, and, you, and every cavern tour you go on, you get down in and everybody goes, anybody know what dark is? They turn the lights out. And dude, let me tell you. That's dark. That's the, that's dark. There's like zero reference and there's nothing for your eyes to adjust to. It's the 100% absence of light. And within like 72 hours exposed to that the human body goes insane. I crawled through a storm drain one time in college. Did you? Yeah. There was a storm drain from our our campus to the park across the street, but that was a very long street thing, and it was dark. Yeah, you get in the middle, and then it, it's like... You're just, yeah. The light at the other end. Yeah, and you don't know what's in There's there. There's no light. You? No, that was at night, too. So, oh, yeah. you're you're just See, crazy. Yeah, yeah, you were down there with the coyotes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I don't know. How do we classify I, that? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I've never had the desire to climb in a storm drain. I don't think it's just. I don't like. I'm not claustrophobic, but I don't like being in a confined space where I feel I have no control. Yeah. My fear is. I have to really concentrate and think about. You know. Elevators don't mind, bother me, you know, driving in a tunnel in a car doesn't bother me, you know. I, I, like I said, I've done a little bit of National Park uh, uh, cavern exploration, but mm. spelunking and cave exploration never has never really appealed to me Mm-mm. at okay. all. Okay, so rewind to last June, I went to Yellowstone, and certainly we drove, and I had all my tent equipment, whatever, Camping equipment. So we camped at a campsite. KOA? No. In uh, the park? In the park. Okay. However, you can also book, you know, hotel rooms or whatever. In the park? That Old Faithful Inn. Yep. Uh, there's the Canyon Lodge or whatever, right? Yeah. Which is in the middle of the Old park. Old Faithful Inn is gorgeous, All by those the places way. are Beautiful. super cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know. Not camping. You're, you're, yeah, you got a hotel room. Yeah. You're vacationing. Well, I mean, I don't even think staying at the lodge even comes in the conversation of camping, does it? That's vacationing. That's, I'm going to stay at a hotel. Okay, but you can go on a vacation and camp too, right? I mean, you did it it, just whatever your vacation entails. Yeah, yeah. Our next, our next adventure, our big adventure is the Pacific Northwest again. And we do like three or four days of camping. And, and when I say camping, I mean either campgrounds or kind of off the grid in the middle of nowhere. Right. Followed up by one or two days at a hotel. And then, again, the adventure starts over, and then we reset at a hotel. So we'll do that for two weeks, two and a half weeks. So three days in the boonies, one day in a hotel to yeah. shower, freshen yeah. up, use a towel. Let the kids get their sanity back and turn the TV on and see electronics. Yeah. 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 And... Yeah, it makes everybody happy at that point. I'm going nuts because I'm surrounded by walls, but right. everybody else is happy. Well, you know, like I said, so I grew up camping. I mean, my parents, we camped at the beach, and we uh, we camped at the Edisto River in South Carolina, you know, heading up from, from there. And it was at a campground along the river, and, you know, there was things to always do there. But I remember the evolution as a kid. We started camping at Hunting Island, Hunting Island State Park, in Beaufort, South Carolina, and we stayed in, in tents, mm-hmm. the old Coleman canvas tents, you know. And then I remember when we bought our first, you know, 
14-foot Shasta trailer, you know, and we had that that forever. And then I remember when we changed that one in, we got a 24-foot or 20-foot Shasta trailer, you know, camping in that. And it was just always called camping. You know, we're going camping at, you know, at Edisto this weekend and load it up, drive up there and, you know, set it up, go fishing, go hiking, go playing, play in the river, you know, play on a boat, whatever, and then, you know, sleeping in a in a camper. We always had a campfire, cooking outside, whatever the case may be. So, I think it's just recently, maybe I don't know that that all these different terms for camping have come in into everybody's mm-hmm. vernacular because they all feel to have to distinguish what they're doing and what I'm doing is better than what you're doing because mm-hmm. a we're 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 beach camping, but I'm doing it in a you know. A, a class A pusher. Mm-hmm. It cost me five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Or I'm doing it in a '76 Volkswagen bus that's got surfboards and boogie boards and still tent set up for the kids and you know, beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm getting just as sandy and just as dirty, and I don't mind getting sand and 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 wet board shorts in a '76 camper bus. I can imagine tracking sand into a $500,000 mahogany floored granite countertop no. camping vehicle. You're probably not going to because it probably has a vacuum that follows you. and <laughs> <laughs> sucks everything up. Uh, my neighbor was telling me, my new neighbor at my new house, um, he was saying that he's getting ready to retire. Yeah. And he, he wants to sell his house and, and travel. And he's looking at a diesel pusher like you were talking about right. that has a place for a sports car underneath it. It has a garage. Yeah, a garage, right? So underneath like the, the car, but, not in the back, underneath the Class A. So uh, this big old diesel pusher bus. Yeah, but then how does it get in? Do you, does it go out and slide yeah, in sideways? Exactly. You drive up onto it. It pulls the car up and in. He showed me pictures. This thing's insane. It's a five hundred and something thousand dollar. But what kind of car? Corvette or a normal like a regular car? No, car. He said that his Mercedes. Is, oh, is is too big. <laughs> So too tall, so you'd have to get you know something sporty. A smaller Mercedes or you'd something sport. Yeah, like you know whatever. <laughs> oh, the eight, right. I'm or... gonna have to get the uh, Corvette because yeah. it's got no roof and it'll go. <laughs> yeah, it'll go in my five hundred thousand so, dollar basement. I need to get the GT3 Porsche at that time. <laughs> so I, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, that's that's but, a house. I mean, I, I I'm not casting dispersions on any type of activity that people do to get outside. It, mm-hmm. If, if, if it's in your wheelhouse and you want to drive a $500,000 thing to the sand and camp on the beach yeah. and just camp, then God bless you. No, Have I, fun. I think it's awesome. Like, well, it's like you go out the, you know, you go to Oceanside, between Oceanside, you know, uh, there's a strand of beach there that, uh, that you can get on through the base mm-hmm. that like every big, big weekend, there's 40 or 50 RVs just parked on the hard sand you know, cam- I'm quoting fingers, camping, you mm-hmm. know, but they're all parked in a row, all side by side. They're all flying, you know, their American flag, their, their American, the, the Marine Corps flag, the Navy flag, but you know, they're just parked on a sandbar out there. And I guess at the end of the weekend, you, you go and fill up gas and, and dump your, uh, dump your septic yep. tank, I guess. Right. Yeah. Pooper's right? full. Yeah. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, and then we, so camping's camping. It's just whatever you decide, how you decide to get to the wilderness is, yeah. is however you're going to label it, right? My, my theory is, like I said, I say I'm overlanding. It's camping. It's having fun. You're getting yeah. the family out. You're, you're going outside. It's stuff I didn't get to do when I grew up. Right. You know, for whatever reason, my parents hated it. Um, so now my little ones are growing up with that. And, but see, and I think that's the coolest thing is like, because I remember camping with, with my parents. Uh, and maybe there were times I didn't like it. But then, like, when you're out on your own, I truly enjoyed camping, and I took all my kids camping and forced them to go. We're, and like I said, 98% of the camping that we've done has been the beach or Joshua Tree because, you know, we've lived out here for a good part of their formative years. So sometimes they liked it, sometimes they didn't. It's like, I can't believe we're doing this again. But now that all my kids are all on their own with, with significant others and boyfriends and or husbands— family activity that they do is camping yeah you know so it's it's a continual cycle if you do it and your kids do it they might not like it at the time but i feel they're always going to come back to it and they are and it seems like they have and it's like when 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 i talk to my daughter and the grandkids in houston 
and you know, and they've had a big, big camping weekend. And it's like the kids are outside all and just playing, just playing, playing, playing. And then, you know, in bed by seven, mm -hmm. then like on Sunday when they're driving home and they're been playing all weekend and, you know, got mosquito bites or bug bites or whatever the case may be, you know, it's noon and they're driving back and they are passed out yeah. sleep. Yep. They're not on the phones. They're not looking at pads or they're, they're worn out tired. You know, because they're out there experiencing life. So yeah. however you do it, I guess, yeah. is, is the important thing. And, you know, I, I just think it's fun to talk about because we always, we always kid with Vinny at work and his overlanding and use Cody fingers all the time. <laughs> and we always point to a Jeep or something else that pulls into the park. Like, look, Vinny, an overlander. He rolls his eyes and doesn't agree. But well, yeah. I think if you're out there camping, and I know, Jonathan, you, you camp a lot. I mean, you, you load up the old... FJ and head out and camp and have fun. You didn't camp this weekend. You just bike road on the beach, right? Yo. Yeah, just bike road. Yeah, bike road. Is that yeah, road, bike road? road yeah, road, road the bikes. Road the bikes. Yeah. I missed my opportunity to go to Ocotillo Wells. Ocotillo Wells. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, that one. Not that I go four wheeling or whatever, but um, it's nice area to camp for free. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and then um, there's a uh, right outside the park, um, there's like a fisherman's camp, something, whatever. Yep. Um, and it's free camping, mm -hmm. you know. I yes, a there's, whole... a, there's a vault toilet and that's it. And then yeah. don't but... get stuck in the uh, so... in the flash flood uh, uh, debris. That's yeah. about it. I got a whole so bunch I've, of spots for you. So I've picked up on a theme with Jonathan and camping. Free Free? No, that's free. But that's a big that's part. That's the part of it. that pisses me off, though. That people what, about the free or that people charge for camping. That it turns into costing money, such as five hundred thousand dollar. Yeah, that's a little bit extravagant. But yeah. still, like, like you know, even even you know, just going even to a, a national park, even right? a three thousand dollar you know uh, 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 pop up tent trailer thing. Yeah, you know, like I again, I like the idea of it, right? I mean. If they're with the without the money thing, like oh, I like that airstream. I would love to put my wife in it. Mm -hmm. But damn, right? I want top ramen. You know, <laughs> so, so I mean, is this just a, is this just in my DNA? Is this me, or am I just poor, and therefore I'm, I'm never gonna get out of thinking poor? You know, because no, I but don't... I think I think. The whole primitive idea of going in the woods or going somewhere and camping and getting away from it, a lot of it is distracted by the amount that you have to pay to actually be able to park on this spot yeah. and like live primitively. And, and I think you summed it up great when we did the Joshua Tree thing. It's like, yeah, this Joshua Tree thing is cool, but it costs us $30 to get in here and we have to pay for a site. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go to BLM land, it's like, it's free, and we can still do the same thing. We're sleeping in a tent. We're outside. We have a bonfire. We're sitting in folding chairs around a bonfire, drinking beer, telling the stories of our adventures that day. Yep. And I didn't have to pay to park on this piece of land. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I I understand your mindset and and get behind that one hundred percent because the frustrating part of of the camping thing is now availability as we found out when we went to joshua tree you just can't get in your car huh. and drive the joshua tree and go camping because a you got to reserve a spot six months in advance you know you got to pay for it da 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 it's like is is, is the fun still there you know so i think uh, and i understand jonathan's point i just want to get in a car mm -hmm. load up my tent take a cooler food top ramen or whatever it is a couple of beers I want to be able to park, set up a tent, sit down, look at stars, watch the sunset, and listen to the wind blow. Yep. You know, and I don't want to have to pay $23 to put no. my tent on the ground here. Well, and that, that, and you can't control who you are next to, which is the worst part of it to me. Like, I, I just, I love people. Yeah. I just don't like certain people. Right. Like, and I don't mean it as a race thing or anything like that, but loud, obnoxious people at, you know, camping at a campground four o'clock in the morning, you know, playing music. Oh, when... you mean at two in the morning? 
our, our 115 at Joshua yeah, Tree. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rolling up, disturbing everybody, eating top ramen, things like that. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, with the kids, that's, so the trailer, you know, we keep, we'll come back to that. Yeah. That's what allows me to get my little ones now safely out to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It sounds bad. I take it out <laughs> to the middle of nowhere where there are bears. Um, but, but now I don't have to worry about the people next to me and right. it's free. Yeah. Like, so I'll pay a little extra to have the trailer. See, and, and I think that's a, one of the things I like about backpacking mm-hmm. for the most part. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work and not everybody's going to go with you or whatever. But I feel that the times that Jonathan and I have, have done a trip and the fact that we just get out and, and camp in its simplest terms, yeah. you know, you're just, I say simplest terms, but John, Jonathan turned me on, like I said, in the camping episode or the backpacking episode uh, <laughs> to that chair. You know, you got to have that. So, so do we, are we glamping on our backpacking trips yes. now that we're carrying chairs? Oh my yes. gosh, you guys are backpacker glampers. <laughs> backpacker so you're back glampers. glampers. We're back. You're back glampers. We're glamping backers or something. I don't know. Um, but dude. It's so awesome to be able to sit down and not sit on the ground. No, I don't know. Trust me, I have a trailer. <laughs> yeah, who am I talking yeah, to? I have like, a solar shower. I mean, I have one of those. Those are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. We've used them. Like, granted, we've camped at the beach, and and there and there's a there's a restroom, but it's like I don't feel like climbing huh? this stuff. Set up the solar shower. Hey, you can wash your feet. You yeah. know. Like just to get the the sand and just sometimes hot water washing your feet after being in the beach all day just feels, and you can wash your hands. Yeah, you know. So, uh, so we have a solar shower and a poop tent. Yeah, a two room poop tent. So you set up a tent for for bathroom duties. Yeah, yeah. my we, brother got me a poop toilet in a bag stand. Oh, you got that one. Yeah, that's a good one too. But. The way I'm reading regulations, you can't throw away human fecal no. matter in you have the to trash. Dump it. Yeah. So it goes into a trash bag. You have to take it home. And then what? I, I think you freeze it. I don't know what you do. I don't <laughs> flush right? it. I don't know. We we have the cartridge toilet, the little same kind of setup, uh-huh. but it has like a five gallon cartridge that goes inside of it, and you can carry it around. And you just dump it at like a regular RV dump site or in a wherever, but in your own bathroom, I guess, once you get home. I've done that a couple of times, but yeah, yeah that's, it has water and I, I, I couldn't let the girls poop in a bag, I guess. Yeah. A Ziploc. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Nor do I want to do that. Anything like with that. I, yeah. I don't want to no. go back to diapers. Yeah. No, it's, it's. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. I got it for Christmas. We should just so. try it next. The next I'll episode. I'll bring it over. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Thank you. But we need to try it. We need to try well, it. Well, it can yeah. go on the next BLM. <laughs> it can go on our next BM trip. Our wow. BLM trip. Um, is, is, is it now in your like permanent uh cache of camping gear it's all packed in there and ready to go it's still in the box i i haven't i haven't uh found an opportunity to do it there will need to be some research done as to what to do with the bag bring it to the shop (laughs) (laughs) just bring it or you you dig a really deep hole and then you put the whatever the 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 toilet bag cover okay wait a minute so Instead of it falling into a bowl, right? It falls into whatever. But a there's bag. a toilet seat. Yeah. Yeah. You sit on a toilet seat. So yeah. if you if you didn't have the bag. Can't you just dig a hole? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It has to be at least. But you're just... going to miss, man. That's, I mean, because it's, you know, right? It's a You're not just hovering. Seat. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting. You're sitting. Yeah. And so it's going to go in other directions. Just use the bag. My, uh, just use the bag. I, I can give you the setup we have. It's it's pretty cool. I'd rather just dig the hole. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, mean, I have a poop shovel on the side of my car. Um, I, apparently. Yeah. Or just camp with amenities. You could do that. <laughs> well, there we go. End of discussion. So, you know what? So KOA for everybody. Camp with amenities and you don't have to take Jonathan's okay. poop in a bag. All right, all right. Hold up, hold up. So <laughs> 2007... Is the first time I discovered KOA. Uh huh. And I fell in love with KOA. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. My wife hated me for falling in love with KOA because at that point I then 
dictated every vacation around where the KOAs were. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you don't have to pay for the shower. Yeah. You had that amenity. Um, surely you can be at the KOA and go, you know, ri- rent a bike and rent, play pool. Play right? shuffleboard. You know, yeah. yeah, do all that stuff. Um, and, you know, it was 30 bucks, you know, uh, for a site. So I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, I I was still really a newbie, you know, camper. Yeah. So Did you, I just you... liked that idea. I had no... Stay in a I tent? I had no clue. Yeah, yeah, I stayed in yeah. a tent. But I had no clue about being able to stay in a tent for free. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I thought that was the most wonderful thing. Ever? Yeah. Free is good. What about now? How do you think now? Yeah, I mean, I have the KOA app on my on my phone. And when we went to Yellowstone, we stayed at KOA in um, Provo, Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I use it as my... As my vacationing uh uh uh, stop Mm -hmm. right you know but i'm not thinking of it as my camping stop Mm -hmm. camping stop yeah yeah i totally get that out of out of state it's really nice because out here you can kind of do some research and find places it's hard to research other states without hitting somebody up and and being like hey i mean like i said you know we grew up camping and one of the things we did every summer or every other summer is we visited grandparents in Texas. It's a three-day drive from Beaufort, South Carolina to Houston, Texas. Yeah. And we drove along the Gulf Coast. And we stayed at KOAs yeah. all the way to, you when, know, to when, Houston. When and I back. discovered KOAs, I wanted to franchise, buy that, uh, own a KOA. Yeah. That is just awesome. Yeah. They're, they're really nice. But and the like problem you said, is <laughs> you have to own the land first. Yeah. And then you got to do the franchising. You got to pipe all that, you know, yeah, you stuff. Have to do, it, do it all. Yeah. But so a million dollars later. And you're fancy camping. You're fancy camping. Camping at the KOA. You're not pooping in a bag there. Yeah. No. No, no it's, need. It's camping with amenities. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, guys. Well. Time does fly when you're having fun, no? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to end on this note. Because I feel that there's continuation on this. I think so. And two of our friends and, and, and avid listeners uh, who I talked to today, uh, Bruce and Lily. I saw them come by. I didn't get a chance yeah, to. Yeah, talk to them. Hello, Bruce. Hi, Lily. Thanks for listening. They've bought a van. However, they, bought, they didn't buy a Sprinter van, but they bought a van and they're converting it. Nice. So I, I do want to, at some point, and I told Bruce that I want to invite him in to talk about preliminarily setting up this thing and then after it's done. So he's going to be a guest in the future once his van gets under under projects, un, under works, when the project gets underway. So Bruce will be joining us. I want to talk to him about the whole van because I think that's a whole nother topic. That's We could yeah. spend a whole podcast on, on van life or van camping or that whole, you know, converting that thing. Whatever and whatever you want to call it, but that's a whole nother episode. But thanks for sharing your thoughts with camping, glamping, and overlanding, and all, everything in between. And I think the only thing that really matters is if uh, you and your family are doing activities and everybody gets out and has fun. And I think the most important thing is not to have a handheld cellular device to entertain yourself. So if you're out there chasing bugs, looking for glow bugs, or you know, light lightning bugs in a jar, you know, out there having fun, counting stars. Looking at the Milky Way, that's what it's about. However you experience the outdoors, I feel as long as you're experiencing the outdoors. That's that's my take. And tread lightly. And yeah, and take leave take nothing but photographs and leave nothing but footprints. Yeah. Pack in, pack out. Yeah, something. All those things. Vinny, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hey, um, I do want to put you on the spot. Can you come back next week? Because we have a special episode that that Jonathan and I have been talking about. It's going to take more than two people, though. Yeah. Can, can you join us again? I think I can. So so that would be two episodes in a row in which you were invited and didn't invite yourself. I didn't sleep on the couch. Yeah, so I don't know. So anyway, um, thanks thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Jonathan, I, I, I hope life gets better for you, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> on the mountain biking aspect of things, oh. I mean, you know, yeah. on that. So, uh, hey, guys, look, 
right over there. Yep, you can see it from here. That's the weekend. Everybody, get out. Enjoy. Have fun. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.